the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, a good Friday to you, my friends. Had a wonderful time last night in Denver. Another cigar event. This seems to be the preference of many of my stations around the country instead of just a formal speech because a lot of times they can do it outdoors. Anyway, I enjoy it. (laughs) Smoking while speaking. I used to do that on the fireside chat and then Facebook said I was endangering the youth of America. Yeah, you didn't know that? That's new to you, uh, Sean? Sean is cracking up. Safety. Yeah, that's right. The ancients had Zeus and Baal, and we have safety. That's that's the way it works. With the decline of Christianity, many, many other religions have taken its place. People cannot live without religion. So it will either be a Bible-based one in the West or a secular one. Safetyism, feminism, environmentalism, these are religions. They have nothing to do with science in, uh, in any of those cases. I had Bjorn Lomborg on yesterday, the Dane who specializes in data. And it's all hysteria, just hysteria. Tucker Carlson last night uh, had a segment on Australia. He began by saying Americans have this view of Australians as rough-and-tumble individualists with a great admiration for freedom and veneration of it, and that was true about 50 years ago and before that. But I've been to Australia many times. He, as he noted, very few Americans have actually been there, but I have been there, so I've given lectures there often. And I remember having a dinner with some folks in the upper middle class, maybe upper class, who had uh, brought me to Sydney in that case. And I, I was struck by their willingness to have the government intervene in their lives. They thought it was a good thing. They thought that Australia was an advanced society, for example, by weighing their garbage. I believe that was the issue. And I remember saying, you're okay with that? And I said, look, these are the posts, the people who brought me. <laughs> I wasn't going to attack them. But I, 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 I did register a dissenting opinion. That's okay with you, that the amount of, of garbage your home produces is weighed and you're fined if you go over the limit that is that has been ascertained for your home 
So I, I can't say that I am shocked. I can't say that I am surprised. The, but there was one point that was made that was really scary. And it was done here too. And of course, the media didn't report it. But there it was that there could be no photography from the sky, I guess talking about drones, by any medium, by any media in Australia of any protests or of how the protesters were treated. Is that clear what I'm saying? The the press, it it was a stifling of press reporting on demonstrations against the absolute abnegation of 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 freedom in in Australia. An Australian was interviewed, and in his opinion, most Australians are quite on board with the suppression of liberty in their country in the name of safety. I I agree with him. Tucker Carlson then asked him, is there no national figure that has come out against this? I mean, a a national politician. And uh, he said, maybe a libertarian or two, and that's it. Both parties are in agreement with what is happening. So Australia, as Americans have envisioned it, is dead, is gone. New Zealand as well. Of course, the ability of a country to produce citizens with disdain for liberty, and in our case, disdain for the country itself, is the speed seems to be breathtaking. But of course, it is a 50-year, more than a 50-year project. It's been a 70-year project since World War II. That has... uh, that has been the project of the left in, in all of education, and, and it has uh, been, been absolutely effective. This is, what we are, this is what we are reaping. Welcome to the show. Dennis Prager here. An interesting article out right now from CNBC on the thing that I have wanted. Merck says it is now its new COVID pill reduces the risk of hospitalization and death by half for some patients. A phase three trial of Merck and Ridgeback Biotherapeutics oral antiviral treatment, Malnup, oh, you know, it's funny, all of these names are tough the first time, and like, like I remember hydroxychloroquine, and now it, it comes off the tongue like, hello. Let's see, Malnupiravir. There we go. Malnupiravir. Why did they make up these names like that? <laughs> Showed it reduced the risk of hospitalization or death by around 50% in COVID patients. Merck plans seek emergency use authorization in the U.S. It author- if authorized by regulatory bodies, Malnupiravir could be the first oral antiviral medicine for COVID. So here's an interesting question. If you... If this is out, why why do we insist that people take the vaccine? Because it has nothing to do with health. It's in the guise of health. 
just like the destruction of America and the power to the left emanates from anti-racism. It's the it's simply the front under which power is exercised. Talking about racism and race, there was a, a an interfaith an interfaith excuse me an interracial couple at my Denver event last night. She was black, he was white. She had a particularly happy, uh, charming personality. And it, all it is is consistent with my riddle. You know I've only made up one riddle in my whole life. Well, most people don't make up any, right? Sean, you ever make up a riddle? No. You see that? Uh, it's, this is gratuitous, but I'll nevertheless ask. Um, uh, living martyr, have you ever made up a riddle? Right, he shook his head. Sort of like, have you ever murdered anybody? I th- pretty much knew the answer was no. But I did. I made up one riddle in my life. I have said it in the past. What do you call a happy black individual in America? Answer, a Republican. The reason it is funny is because all jokes must represent reality. Otherwise, there's no, there's no joke to it. But it is so consistent with my experience. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Is that PragerU? We have two young people, Will Witt and Amala Epunobi. And Amala is black, Will is white. And she has as happy and upbeat a personality. Forget a luminous mind. She has as happy and upbeat a personality as any person I know, and I wrote a book on happiness. I do a show on happiness. I give lectured all over the world on happiness, and I'm happy. I am sure that there exists an unhappy black conservative, but I haven't met him or her, and I've met plenty of black conservatives. On the other hand, think of the black leftists. You ever see Charles Blow of the New York Times? The man radiates misery, radiates it. Or some of those in Congress? We'll be back in a moment. 1-8 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks... I found that I could climb stairs pain-free, but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. There are three types of good people. I've said this often. 
Those who fight, those who help the fighters, and those who do nothing. Helping fighters is as good as fighting. Because if the fighters don't get their supplies, they can't fight. But the, the largest group of good people does nothing. It's just the way it is. I, I, I have made peace, grudgingly, with the human condition. That's, hey, that's an interesting, maybe that'll be the title of my autobiography. Making Peace with the Human Condition. Anyway, this is all by way of saying please don't do nothing when you can help a group like the Alliance Defending Freedom. These are the people who go to the Supreme Court with religious freedom cases and usually win. And not just religious freedom, but they specialize in that. There's a banner for them. They're asking for $100. Many of you can give that or more. Many of you cannot. But everyone can give. There's a banner at DennisPrager.com for the Alliance Defending Freedom or call 855-649-2020. That's easy, right? 855-649-2020. Alliance Defending Freedom. Getting into the habit of of that, you'll never stop giving. Okay, I want to read to you, and I'm going to try to take Jim in Scranton, by the way, just for the record. And I want to read to you a letter sent to the members of one of the leading orchestras of the country, the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. I have friends in many of the top orchestras of the country because of my interest in involvement in classical music. Dear all, I won't read you the whole letter. As we start the 2021-22 season, Alan, when I say Alan on the air, you know it's serious. I wanted to take a moment to address some questions about the nature and future of our DEI work together. I will note after many sentences something. The assumption is the members of the orchestra know what DEI is. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. So there have been some questions. Will, who is the person here? The person who wrote it is Matthew Spivy, interim CEO of the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra, 201 Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. Over the last three years, the San Francisco Symphony has been on a remarkable journey of learning, self-reflection, and change. The entire letter is pablum. The entire letter. It is unworthy of adults. It is Orwellian pablum. The San Francisco Symphony has been on a remarkable journey of learning, self-reflection, and change. Ah, the journey... There, the, the symphony orchestra is on a journey. And of what? Learning, self-reflection, and change. All of that is a euphemism for, over the last three years, 
we have made the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra more and more woke. That's that's what it means. I'm now giving you subtitles so you'll understand the English. This is harder to understand than Shakespeare. The journey has provided opportunities. Uh, another key word. Journey is a key word. Opportunity is a key word. Community is a key word. Diversity. For deep introspection, one of the great lies of the left is that they call for introspection. That is the last thing that the left ever wants. Is It's it, it, introspection. As we face the complex challenges of oppression and systemic racism in San Francisco. Yes, indeed. Well, look, it is, there is some truth. There is nothing as racist in this country in any large number as the left. I, I, I say that. I would put my hand on the Bible and say it. The left has contempt for blacks utter and total contempt. A, they are used as a, as a means of gaining power. B, they have contempt. We will change all standards for you because you don't measure up. We expect nothing from you. That is the left's message to blacks. The complex challenges of oppression and systemic racism. Do you notice that they never give examples? What's an example, Mr. Spivy, of the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra engaging in oppression and systemic racism? Or does he mean the country? Maybe he means the country. Give examples for the country. Engagement in this work inevitably produces moments of both pain and joy. Oh, the depth of this letter. And we stand face to face with our flaws. I guess it is about the orchestra. They stand face to face. Why don't you name some? Do you wonder, what is pablum? Pablum is words that ultimately represent no reality. That is a, a, de, a working definition of pablum. Give examples. I'd like to know what flaws... Maimonides, the greatest Jewish philosopher who ever lived, 11th century, 12th century, Maimonides said, if you seek repentance and don't specify what you did wrong, it is useless. You're not penitent. It's phony. It's not enough to say, if I in any way hurt you, please forgive me. Please forgive me for doing the following. This is worthless. This is morally worthless. What are these flaws? Where is this systemic oppression? Not a word. Not a hint. And this is about the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. What's racist? The violin section? The oboe section? We stand face to face with our flaws none of which I will name, and seek personal and organizational growth. (sighs) This work is not easy, but it is rewarding. I'm sure it is. I'm sure he's getting a good salary. More to come, ladies and gentlemen. Every orchestra is having pablum like this. Almost every institution. I'm Dennis Prager. 
The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hello, everybody. I am reading to you a letter sent to the members of the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Pablum is an understatement. It's really... It is, it's almost something which I would put in, you know, those time capsules that they make? What was life like? Those of you want to know what life was like at a certain time in a certain place on earth, I would put this letter in there. This symbolizes the decline of this country under the elite. Sick people, sick, sick bad, empty, destructive people like the interim CEO of the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Like the the CEO, I think it's the CEO of United Airlines. Met a United Airlines pilot at my talk last night in Denver. He came over to me and goes, you're entirely right, none of us wear masks in the cockpit. Of course not. And you're entirely right. This guy who's been with the company for about three years is destroying United Airlines. What was the latest thing with United? Well, one not the oh fire yes firing almost a thousand employees who won't uh, wasn't oh six hundred was it six sorry not I thought nine hundred something okay six hundred including some pilots anyway they don't care they'll. They they have a new system, as you know, at United. Worth It's always worth mentioning because people forget these things. No repetition, uh, no memory. They announced that they will reserve half the spaces in their flight school for pilots to women and minorities. So, in other words, they will not choose pilots based on competence, but race and gender in 50% of the cases. United Airlines. If you can avoid it, don't fly it. Back to the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Letter from its interim CEO, Matthew Spivy. Mr. Spivy, how much what I have to pay you to come on the show. Oh, you're not allowed, right? I think you're not allowed to do that, right? Too bad. 
Well, what, what if I gave to a charity that he liked? Let me know how much. And, and you, I, I treat people who attack me and come on the show, which is very rare. They very rarely do. But there was. There was a professor at UCLA called me a bigot and racist and all these things that the, the left does. A professor and he, a violinist who would not play for me when I conducted the Santa Monica Symphony Orchestra at Disney Concert Hall four years ago. I had him on for an hour. So you don't have to worry, Mr. Spivy, that I will just attack you. I will treat you very nicely and calmly. That I think you are a totally destructive force would merit your coming on the show. Defend yourself. One more paragraph in this long letter. Alignment, broad support, and united commitment are so important for our next steps. In other words, I'm another left-wing totalitarian, and you will all march to my orders. That's what that means, to put it in English. Right? Alignment and united commitment. The potency of transformational change in this area. Is this amazing? Is this amazing? Word salad, that's, that's a term as well for pablum, word salad. The potency of transformational change in this area can either tear us apart or lift us to new heights. You are tearing the orchestra apart. Change of any variety can be difficult, but it is this difficult process that enables us to grow. Does this mean anything? Anything? Compassion and empathy will bond us together. By the way, that's redundant. Bond us would have been sufficient, but it's fine. Heal our wounds. All the wounds were created. That's the joke. All the wounds were created by the San Francisco Symphony leadership. (laughs) Heal our wounds. It's like after I shoot you, we must heal our wounds. Give you the last sentence when we come back. There's a reason Gun Owners of America is known as the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. From lobbying in the halls of Congress and the executive branch to battling in the courts, wherever your Second Amendment rights are being infringed, GOA and their grassroots army are there. GOA has never compromised on the Second Amendment in its 45-year history. GOA's mission is simple, to protect, defend, and restore the Second Amendment. GOA has a special offer for my listeners and a free gift. It's up to us to protect the Second Amendment. Please visit gunowners.org, gunowners.org forward slash Prager to join in this important battle for liberty. That's gunowners.org forward slash Prager. Okay, final sentence here. Letter sent out by the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra to its orchestra members. Compassion and empathy will bond us together, heal our wounds and enable us to confront our most painful mistakes, learn from them, and seek a better way forward. The the letter is a gigantic lie. Pure lie. Really? Enable us to confront our most painful mistakes? Name them. How can you confront mistakes that you haven't named? What are all the racist, anti-black mistakes that the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra makes? Not made 50 years ago. Now, 
Name them. How can you confront things you don't know exist? Like everything else on the left, it's a lie. Not liberal. Liberals vote for the left, but they're not liars. They vote for liars. Okay, to your calls. Louise in Powell, Ohio. Hello. Hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm well. So, um, I agree with all your statements and sentiments and all this woke stuff, but I know that you prefer clarity and, and facts. And so I just wanted to raise a point in terms of clarifying. And I heard you make a statement earlier today, and I've heard you make it on previous, about United Airlines and how they're, you know, there's business about training, you know, women and minorities, 50%. And in the United I come from a aviation background. So in the United States, airlines don't do what's called ab initio training of pilots, meaning taking somebody who doesn't know how to fly an airplane and train them to fly the airplane so that they can then fly for United. Many foreign carriers do. In the United States, airlines hire people who have already, you know, met certain requirements and hours as training. Okay. Many of them in so, the past have so come out of the that, military. Right, that, but hold what on, United that, has done yeah. is provide scholarships right. for um, women and minorities as a means to provide an easier path to achieve potentially. All right. This training. was true. It is no longer true. So let me read to you from a non-right-wing source. CNBC, United Airlines to open flight school later this year. This was in uh, on April 6th. In hiring push, plans to increase diversity. United Airlines started accepting applications for its flight academy, part of a push to hire 10,000 pilots by 2030, The airline announced in February 2020 that it had bought a flight school, but the pandemic forced it to put training plans on hold. It is now resuming it. It will start hiring pilots. It says it it intends to have 50% of them women and people of color. So you were right until recently. It has now changed. Okay, I stand corrected. I didn't know that new piece. I I, I I know that, and I'm very happy I took your call. I am adamant about truth and, and factual accuracy on this program. That's why I took the call. Maybe I was wrong, but uh, I, I checked it. Truth is, a, is holiness. I, when I led uh, High Holy Day prayers for my f- 15th year in a row, which, by the way, would uh, profoundly move you, whether you're an atheist, Christian, Jew, or whatever. I think it's still up at uh, SalemNow.com, and I think it's life-changing stuff. It's like 23 hours of uh, uh, very moving stuff. But I, I explained in the liturgy how often it says that, for example, there's a prayer which is said over and over in, in Jewish liturgy, purify our hearts to worship you in truth. Isn't that interesting? It would be perfectly understandable if the verse had said, purify our hearts to worship you. But you can worship God with lies. 
So the words be'emet, or in English for their words, in Hebrew it's one word, in truth, are, are added so often. Truth is, is, is holiness. The left lies, they only lie. Wherever there is something to be gained, they lie because truth is not a left-wing value. That is the root of its evil. Not, not uh, once again, for the thousandth time. Truth is a liberal value. Truth is a conservative value. It is not a left-wing value. The pilot who came over to me was... Uh, was one of many pilots come over to me a lot when they see I'm on the list. I'm sure United Pilots are disgusted by their CEO. The morale at United has to be pretty crappy. Well, remember, whatever the left touches, it destroys. And maybe United will be uh, will be an example. Tina in Santa Cruz, California. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Um, it's interesting when you say the left destroys, which you just said, because as a fan of the San Francisco Symphony in the past, they've now destroyed the symphony. I heard that from you this morning. Plus, I read an article this morning, um, if you refu- that, and I don't know how exactly how to say his name, Ragnar Bolin. 14-year tenure as the choral director resigned because of refusing to take the vaccine and being against the policies of both the orchestra and San Francisco. And um, that sort of was rang a bell for me when you talked about it this morning because I found out about that resignation from an article called If You Refuse the Vaccine, Good riddance by Leonard Pitts and the Miami Herald. Yep, yep, yep. That's what's happening. We'll be back. Okay, everybody, let's go. I'm Dennis Prager, Jim Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hello. Uh, quite an honor, Mr. Prager. I'm really glad to speak to you. My uh, youngest son asked me a question that I don't have an answer for. He's a federal corrections officer. And I love only God more than him. And he does not want to get the vaccination. He doesn't even have a tattoo. He's not a saint or an angel, but uh, he keeps his body pure. And I don't know what to do about advising him whether he should lose his job. He's filed for a religious exemption. And I'm asking someone smarter than I, what would you advise if he was your son? Hmm. Well, one thing you need to know, I'm sure you do, uh, and we're both fathers. When our children grow up, they do make their own decisions. If they ask us for our advice, that doesn't mean that they will follow it as much as they love us. And so, uh, how old is your son? He's 29. Yeah, well... There, there is no good answer to your to your dilemma. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I don't have any better answer than you do. I, I think it's evil, literally evil. I think it's criminal 
to have a healthy 29-year-old forced to take uh, a vaccination in, a, in an age group yeah. that is virtually untouched in any serious way by COVID. It is an act of evil on the part of this society. It's an arrogant evil. 29-year-old having to take it or lose his job. It's a terrible, unfair choice. Maybe he can get a leave of absence and find other work in the meantime and then be rehired when people have stopped losing their minds, if that should ever happen. I don't know. I don't know any group that uh, of tyrants that has ever gotten power and then relinquished it. Does one person listening know of such an example? Has the left ever relinquished power that they accumulated voluntarily, ever, since Vladimir Lenin to the Democratic Party of the United States today? This, this phone call breaks my heart for this family and for this country. Well, got to say, definitely a good time to have a happiness hour, and it follows. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.